1: to you now,
2: Sandy Beach. Beach, and Company. Hello, 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 it is Beach and Company, I'm Sandy Beach. I'm telling you one thing, after watching the State of the Union, I feel like I have nothing to tear up. I, 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 I was hoping I could tear something up, but I have nothing to tear up. We're going to talk about that, lots and lots to talk about. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. Ooh, ooh, oh. News Talk 930. Well, 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 well. We all stayed up a little bit later than we usually do. Not, It wasn't crazy, but a little bit later uh, to uh, watch the State of the Union. And I was thinking, how will I discuss the State of the Union today? We've got to figure a way to judge it. And I figure, what better way to judge the State of the Union address? It's all about America. What's more American than baseball? Okay, baseball, the all-American sport. And I'm asking, in the President's State of the Union address, did he bunt? Did he get a single, a double, a triple, a home run, or did he strike out? These are d- definite opinions, and you can really hone in on that, and I'll be asking about that, 803 616 9236 and star 930. Uh, my opinion uh, is, uh, I'll give it to you just before I get through talking to the guys, uh, but He should have shaken Nancy Pelosi's hand simply because of this. The origin of the handshake, the reason we do it now, is you're supposed to show your enemy that you have no weapon in your hand. Well, I mean, you talk about apropos. He's going up against the woman who tried to kick him out of the job. So you can put your hand out and say, okay, you tried to kick me out of the job, but look, my hand is open. There's no weapon there. I'm not going to harm you. Shake hands. However, I thought it was so amateurish at the end of the uh, speech when she tore up uh, in in an obvious tear. Not a, you know, not a, okay, I've seen this. I I don't know about you. I never throw away a piece of paper that I don't rip. I always rip them, okay? But she didn't do that for that. She did it uh, while basically the speech was just about ending She uh, made it quite clear, lifted her arms, tore it up. And I thought, how juvenile. You're the Speaker of the House. Uh, You're in line to be the president right after the vice president. Think about that. If anything happened to uh, the two of them, she would be the president of the United States. huh? How would you like that? And I thought, here we go again with symbolism. Look, this group is over there. They're all wearing white. Here's what they stand for. Look at this, this woman over here, she's got an orange hat on. Uh, here's what that means. And uh, look at this and look at, I, I get sick of all that stuff. You, you want to make a statement. Go on the corner and put a soapbox up and, and make a statement. Uh, don't try and take away the President of the United States. And uh, listening to that speech, I was thinking, honestly, if I had to run against him, uh, what would you run on? The only thing I think you could run on that he didn't hit, that I, that I didn't hear it anyway, was climate change. That's all. He hit everything else. So I, I don't know how if you're a Democrat, you're going to say, well, I'm going to do this for you. Oh, wait a minute. That's already being done. Okay, I'm going to uh, do this. Well, wait, we, 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 do, we do that now. Uh, and so unless you undo some things like immigration laws and stuff like that, I don't know how you have a platform. I thought his speech was not a, not a strikeout, certainly, uh, uh, but a, a home run. I thought for sure it was a home run. I didn't see any real weaknesses in it. One thing that did surprise me, though, when uh, Rush Limbaugh got the Medal of Freedom, it looked like he didn't know he was going to get it. He looked honestly surprised. He looked over at Catherine and with the look of, did you know about this? Uh, He he also looked tired. I I don't want to overanalyze it. Maybe the beard makes him look tired. Looked more like Hemingway than he did uh, Rush Limbaugh. Very happy to see him get the Medal of Freedom, and and, uh, I think uh, he he deserves it. Uh, But it, it was all over television that he was going to get it, so unless they kept him away from the television set, I don't know why he would be surprised. All right. When we come back, I'm going to talk to my two compadres here. See uh, who watched what and what their opinions are. Uh, News Radio 930, this is WBEN. Okay, did you uh, watch it, Tony? Uh, And if you did, give me your uh, off the top of your bald head thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that introduction. Well, I have the same head you do, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I did. Jeannie and I watched it last night, and uh, to use your baseball analogy, I would describe it as a walk-off grand slam. Uh, absolutely dominated the Democratic Party,
2: uh, really made them look bad. It did. And when he was doing it, it was, uh, you know, I, because we do this show, we keep up. And I knew almost everything he said. But it, seeing them all back to back to back to back to back for um, an hour and 15 minutes or something like that, was an amazing, amazing speech.
3: I don't know what what I enjoyed more: uh, Trump listing all the accomplishments that the mainstream media uh, ignores, or watching the Democrats squirm, fuss, uh, put a puss on their face, things like that. I thought Pelosi's head was going to explode at one point.
2: You know what's uh, funny about Pelosi? Probably not much of anything, uh, but she had uh, uh, red, red lipstick on. Okay. Yes. And sometimes when she was forced to, uh, like when they were talking about things like involving children or anything like that, she would just barely crack her lips open for a smile. At that point, with those red uh, lips, she looked like the Joker. (laughs) <laughs> she really did. All she needed is a little more lipstick, and she could have played the Joker.
3: You could tell she was really fighting oh, with herself it. to uh, to jump up and say, no, you're wrong, that's she, not how it is. Imagine, she could see her shaking her head at times. Imagine
2: having to sit there and listen to it.
3: That's what I was thinking. I was like, "She, this has got to be complete torture to her and others. What were they? the ones in the gallery? Were they doing like a, a Heil Hitler sign or something like that? There was at one point a bunch of them on the Democrat side raised their hand like this, but I couldn't make out with the audio. I didn't
2: see that. I really, it's it's hard to see everything. So I kind of missed that. Uh, But I do think the uh, human interest things, usually I'm not a huge fan of those. But they were very well done last
3: night. Oh, it was the, the, uh, the kids with the 100 fight. year old and yeah, the kids. And
2: the, yeah, the guy, the, uh, one of the Tuskegee Airmen. Right, he was
3: he, uh, promoted to uh, a brigadier general. general. Yeah, the wow. Tuskegee
2: Airmen, a great honor in World War II, and uh, for having one of them, 100 years old, getting his stars for a general's position. Wow, that was yeah, really very. That nice. was beautiful. I like it, the guy who came home. His family wasn't expecting him. He came home from overseas.
3: That was great. Uh, a lot of people were. Their eyes were tearing up for that. And you, you mentioned uh, wearing the white and all that. Remember what Rush Limbaugh said years ago with the Democrats: symbolism over substance.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. And you know what? Watching the reaction to the speech, it it really made the Democrats look cheesy because. There were things, and, and maybe, you know, people sometimes are conservative, sometimes they're liberal, sometimes they're in between. Uh, but when some of the things that he talked about aren't necessarily a political issue, but it's an issue that helps America, they wouldn't applaud it or stand up for it simply because he did it. Right Now, what are they, did we send people to Washington with different parties just to boycott the other side, or did we send them there to get something done?
3: No, and we've said over and over that the party comes first, and the country the comes
2: last. And that is the problem, and that's what we got going on right now. I would not be surprised if, first of all, today they acquit him. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But what also wouldn't surprise me is uh, maybe Monday they come out with new articles of impeachment. And go after him again.
3: They have to because they're running out of time. Uh, I do not believe Nancy Pelosi will be the Speaker of the House after this election. Yeah, I I think
2: they're going to lose the House. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Now, Buzzy Beamer, you get up real, real early. Did you step and watch the speech? Oh, I sure did, Sandy. And, uh, yeah, I, I would say it Were was Were you a- uh, with your girlfriend at the night? Yes. Did you pay attention to the speech? Yes. I'm going to ask—there'll be a test on this. Go
4: ahead. <laughs> I would say it was a home run. Um, you know— It's it's not surprising anymore uh, that and this goes for either side, that the one side doesn't stand. Yeah. But it is surprising when it is things that had bipartisan support. The PRISM reform, the Second Chance Act, that was a bill that was put together by both parties. And the fact that Donald Trump was talking about it, most Democrats, including the speaker, didn't stand for it. They didn't stand for unemployment. Record who cares which president gets us record low unemployment. Get us jobs. Yeah. You should be happy that the people paying your bill are they the have, w- have a job. Have a job. Yeah. And that and that they're you know, are less and less people unemployed. They didn't even cheer for the number of people who are off food stamps and off of welfare.
2: Well, they don't want them on food stamps. Well, that's, that's the problem. Need them on. Uh, you need They need them on food stamps. They need that, uh, that tie that ties them to the political party. They gave me something for free. So even if they became successful entrepreneurs, they wouldn't be happy.
4: And it was very telling when he said, and I'm paraphrasing, the line, about your our job is to pass uh, is to pass legislation that helps the people of this country. Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler stayed seated.
2: Uh, amazing! It's just amazing. Uh, as you watch it, you say uh, because you know sometimes you can make a mistake and get too close to something. We do a lot of politics, maybe more politics than we're happy to have to do. But the bottom line is we know what's going on generally, and it's embarrassing that we have. Absolutely no cooperation between the parties. And even when we do, they won't accept it. They won't that you, that anybody had any part of it in the uh, Republican Party.
3: You know, to the average voter, the person that's out there working 9 to 5 every day, uh, they're not necessarily political junkies like we are. They see the Democrats for what they are. They see, uh, you know, whether it's the reaction to Rush Limbaugh's uh cancer or to impeachment or to the State of the Union. The Democrats, the left, the liberals have shown the true colors and it is going to cost them in November.
2: Yeah, I think so. And uh, I thought it was very moving when uh, Rush Limbaugh got the Medal of Freedom. That's the highest civilian medal you can get. It's awesome. So we got Rush Limbaugh getting the highest civilian and David Bellavia having the highest military award, Uh, two people pretty close to the radio station. And uh, we like that. We, we, we wish Rush all the best in his fight against cancer. And I guess those, uh, those pathetic, sick pigs that are still posting, uh, cheering the fact that he has uh, stage four lung cancer, you wouldn't worry, uh, wish that on your worst enemy. Uh, and uh, that's, uh, that's how they feel because he has a different political position.
3: Again, they're showing their true colors, yeah. what they're all about.
2: I think the reason they feel that way is that Rush brings up things that makes them uncomfortable, and they don't want to know. Uh, Rush wants you to be independent on your own, have the pride of earning your own dollar. They'd rather give you the dollar and count you as a vote and things like that. They don't like that. They don't like it when somebody says it on the radio. Uh, and uh, it's, it's embarrassing. I can hear that t- keyboard, Tony. Uh, it's like you're doing it right in my ear. Uh, but the bottom, uh, the bottom line is that it's embarrassing because I think we're all Americans first. But if you watch the State of the Union, you wouldn't get that. You wouldn't get that. If, if you brought somebody here from another land that knew nothing about our political system or the people that are in it, they would say, well, this group is obviously pro-American. This group is some foreign group. The Democrats, to me, are foreigners. I mean, from another land, because they don't care if it's good for you. They only care if it's good for them.
3: How did the Democrats let the radical left take over their party?
2: They did, and, and one of them didn't go. So so what? So she was. At, that uh, might have you know, been the
3: smartest move she's ever done. By the way, getting a
2: cheeseburger or something. Who the hell cares whether she was there or not? You
4: know, and I was about to yesterday. I was planning today to say, you know, Nancy Pelosi, she didn't even want the impeachment. Uh, You kind of feel bad for the position she's been put in. But that little tactic at the end, playing for the cameras. And and again, you you can disagree with Rush Limbaugh. Half the country does. Uh, But you know what? There are some in that half that disagree with Rush that listen to him every day. And, And I just think it's very telling if just because you disagree with somebody... You're going to wish death upon them. I don't like Hillary Clinton. The last thing I would ever wish is death on her. Yeah. Maybe I don't, prison, but not death. I don't want her to die. I don't want people to die because they dis because I disagree with them. And for those people who are cheering the that Russia's sick, maybe look in the mirror at your own health. Oh man, get help. I maybe. don't know about you.
2: If you if you've not had anybody that you know or somebody's close to you or a workmate or something. With a diagnosis of stage four cancer, you'd be an idiot to want him uh, to suffer. I—it I, makes me so mad I want to spit. All right, when we come back, we'll get started. Somebody says that on the Friday show, at this time slot, it should be named "Leave It to Beamer." That's pretty cool. Uh, would you take the uh, the position of being the Friday Beaver? <laughs> I hope not We'll be back with more I mean Monday through Thursday I have an opening You should have a a Beamer opening We'll be back right after
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt And even after band camp He might not be the greatest musician But with the 3% annual percentage yield You can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account Your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything mom and dad Will always be worth it
1: get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3
2: 2023 this. we are back with the uh, beach and company sitting in a cold car is no fun Skip scraping ice off your windows with a keyless car starter from v Auto Accessories. Right now, get a $379 starter for just $279, only from GetMyPerks.com. Details at GetMyPerks.com. Remember, uh, the perks to living in western New York are just a few clicks away to GetMyPerks.com. Uh, let's see, before I go to the phones, a couple of uh, texts here. The text line is 309-309. Uh, let's see. My husband and I love the State of the Union address. Trump hit it out of the park. That would be my, uh, uh, my assessment. And I don't think that I'm being partial uh, to Trump when I say that. He listed an hour and 15, 20 minutes worth of accomplishments uh, that helped people. So uh, here. Here's another. Uh, Schumer represents us here in western New York. He, he uh, made me ashamed. Not a good representative. Okay. Okay. Another. I hope Nancy recycled those papers after she tore them up. Well, that's important. It's important. We uh, we got a, a note yesterday uh, to all users here at Intercom. We have seven stations. We saved six trees last year. I don't know which ones they were. They should they should have uh, taken photographs of them before and after, and uh, six. Uh, I was uh, I was just going to go to Russell's and buy seven trees and give them uh, back to them and have them plant them.
3: In fact, did you hear during the speech last night Trump talking about the most aggressive initiative of planting like a trillion trees or something like that? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But, yeah, that's good.
2: There's no shortage of trees. And keep in mind, uh, commercial people who harvest trees usually harvest one and um, and, and plant six more. They, know, they never just come in and tear out everything without replanting. And things have growth cycles and whatever. But it seems like it was a big deal that we saved six trees. And you know why we saved six trees? This. See this? Yes. You know what this was? This was the deal of the day, and it's printed on a piece of paper. And now I've read it, and I'm going to have to put it in the recycle bin. Where is the recycle bin? Oh, it's near the newsroom, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's- I, I, I was thinking of putting pocket in the recycle bin, uh, but I decided not to. Uh, So instead, he'll be happy about that. Instead, I will have to find the recycle bin and put this in it.
3: By the way, uh, happy birthday to the Wing King, Drew Surza.
2: Oh, it's uh, Drew's birthday. I wonder if he's wearing his uh, headpiece.
3: I wonder if he's going to celebrate with a double order of hot wings. Uh,
2: Wings, yeah, good for him, good for Drew. Okay, let's go to uh, Pete in Ontario. Pete, you're on WBen. Hey,
1: Sam. Really, really too bad about Russian. It's a very one of the very first. Well, one of the really touted successes with the cochlear implant. Let's just hope some of the greatest doctors come out of the woodwork and take care of that bloody angel that he is. Two hundred and fifty million dollars towards cancer research, taken so many, so many great American soldiers and made them whole again by the money he's given them and the faith that they've drawn from him. Listening to well over 700 syndicated stations throughout the u.s and how many more in canada and anybody else that that thinks that socialized medicine is fine my mother-in-law is now next month going nine and a half months to get her hip replacement nine and a half months
2: well don burns was a very noted well-known and dear friend of mine air personality uh, who moved up to Canada and was on uh, uh, Canadian stations in Toronto? Uh, when he died, I was thinking if he lived in America because of his circumstances, I think he would have still be here. Uh, but he did not. I don't think he got treated properly.
1: Absolutely, a hundred percent. Lost my mom to breast cancer, and when I was in the states, I did some security driving for a very prominent family, the Rosenbergs, down there. One of the daughters was a really high-end breast surgeon. She said if you had, it, she, my, mom, my mom had been down there, she'd still be kicking. But you know what? I just want to put over here to the State of the Union and what we saw in Nancy Pelosi. who's disgraceful. But this is what scares me, Rush. There's been such a level of lawlessness that has happened to this president. And just what you said, two days from now, they're going to be having him up again. But nowhere do we hear from John Durham, William Barr, John Uber, which had, by the way, in charge of looking into 250 illegal unmaskings of American citizens. What happened? And I'm going to tell you something else. Eventually, they might get this Trump guy because they'll recreate documents. They'll bring in liars. They'll bring in cheaters. You hear that new word that they call Trump? He's a cheater. He's a cheater. They run that for the last four days of this impeachment.
2: And while they're doing that, they can't be doing any of the work that Americans send them to Washington to do.
1: But, but, uh, their side doesn't care about that. They don't want any more wins for Trump. They're, they're shut down doing work now. There's nothing that, that, after she tore up that speech, that spiteful Ignorant woman, okay? It's all over. It's all about the election now. And I hope William Barr and John Uber and Mr. Durham listen to this station because it
2: is them. Thank you, Pete. Thank you very much. I love your passion. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, in case anybody missed it, since impeachment proceedings began, Trump's approval numbers have gone up 10 points. That's astronomical. Ten points, because Americans see it for what it is. The Democrats trying to bully an American president, trying to pull a coup, actually. Uh, a, uh, the elected uh, the electorate said, we want uh, Trump. They say they don't want him, and they want to get rid of him. I would not be the least bit surprised if Maxine Waters is in front of a microphone today at about 6 o'clock after the vote's taken. I don't know what time. I think the vote's are around 5. Uh, but the bottom line is, as soon as it's done, she'll probably stand up and announce uh, Uh, Some new proceedings, in which case I think America would be very unhappy.
3: There's a rocket scientist. Yeah,
2: oh yeah. She's the one that said if we can put a man on on Mars. No, that was... um, Sheila Jackson Lee? Yeah. Okay. Uh, But Maxine Waters and Sheila Jackson Lee are, quote, machines. Sometimes I get the quote on the wrong one. But the bottom line is she thought we have a man on Mars.
3: I think together they have an IQ of one.
2: (laughs) They haven't hit double digits yet. We'll be back with more. We want to know, the State of the Union, was it a bunt, a single, a double, a triple? Was it a home run, or did he strike out? Uh, I I think it was an absolute home run. We'll be back after this. Let's go to um, Angelo in Niagara Falls. Angelo, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm fine, Angelo. Uh, What do you have for us regarding the State of the Union? I agree with you. It was a home run. The uh,
1: invited guests were terrific. The Democrats were disgusting. But what I found humorous, I smiled, was when President Trump went after California.
2: Oh, yeah. And here's Nancy sitting, you know, a foot behind him. And she's lives in San Francisco. And uh, and it is a mess. And I'm sure she didn't want it brought up at the State of the Union.
1: You know what I was worried about? What? I was worried that she'd spit out her dentures and hit President Trump in the <laughs>
2: I thought, you know, there's a chance she may just get up and walk out. Uh, you know, it would be a disgrace, but uh, she obviously had to sit there and listen to it and listen to the applause and know the president's ratings have gone up 10 points since impeachment, and he's going to get off tomorrow, and he's got a good record to run on. was not a great day for Nancy Pelosi.
1: And, Sandy, I heard that, uh, well, on the news, that a lot of the Democrats did not show up and— Many did walk out on him, which, no class.
2: Yeah, they didn't show it. uh,
3: Tlaib walked out.
2: Did she? I didn't see anybody, as I was watching it, walk out. But what's the point? What's the point? You don't even want to be in the room? Uh, And if you don't want to be in the room, why are you even uh, electable? Just go home. Just go home and knit or something. But uh, stay out of our face. So, you think it was a home run, too? I thank you very much. Okay, so we got the, the home run. We seem to be on a tear here.
3: It was funny because I was reading this morning uh, one of the responses to uh, Tlaib's tweet about her walking out. And it's like, yeah, nobody knows. The fact that you needed to tweet about it to get some yeah. attention hey, Look pretty at me. sad.
2: Yeah, it's like if the tree falls in the forest and nobody's in there, did it make a noise? If she leaves and nobody cares, did she make an impact? The answer is no. Who the hell cares what she does? Certainly not me. Here's a a text at 30930. The State of the Union address was an absolute home run. I'm a college student. And even some of the most liberal uh, people here are worried about the 2020 election after uh, the State of the Union address. So even uh, there's a college kid who said some other college kids that he knows are worried about the, the election. See? Well, they
3: shouldn't be worried because the Republicans are going to win it in a landslide.
2: I think they're going to do very well. I really do. I can't. Uh, first of all, this mess in Iowa. Here's one thing I don't understand. Okay, you've got political parties, say Democrat, Republican, conservative, whatever. They're running. I didn't think they were responsible for the, the actual nuts and bolts of voting. I thought, I thought uh, that was an election commission that looked after that. And they set up the, the booths and tabulate the things, But yet uh, the head of the party in the state of Iowa has apologized. So apparently it's, it's not set up there like I thought it was set up. I never really gave it much thought. But I didn't think the, the, uh, the parties themselves were in charge of it. Because one would have to question if they were in charge of the hardware uh why why do we believe that it has integrity they have a vested interest in how it turns out the results turn out so if they're in charge of the whole thing why would we believe that uh, the integrity would be there
3: yeah good question i just thought just like you that is one that one uh you know Group, whatever, oversee both Republican and Democrat. This is the system we use. This is the machinery we use. Yeah. Whatever, how, whatever they use. Let's,
2: let's leave it to Beamer. Beamer, come on now. We know you're an expert on voting. No, well, <laughs> not, none of us are, but uh, is that was that your general thought? I didn't think the parties themselves set up the hardware, the machinery. I didn't uh,
4: until yesterday because the Republican caucus went on just fine. He got ninety-seven percent of the vote. He was running against a cardboard man. So I think, and I think state by state, obviously it's different. These caucuses. I'm sorry. It's just to me, it's time to switch to a primary. Oh, yeah.
2: Come on, get get serious. I'm with you. Yeah.
4: But it seems in Iowa that the parties, especially for the caucuses, the parties are in the in on their own. But. I really hope this wakes people up to, all right, let's just go primaries. And if we're not going to do all one day, can we do groups of states at a time and not these, oh, Iowa's first. Let's campaign in Iowa for the next yeah. three
2: years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, were you guys surprised that, well, not uh, the votes still aren't in. I, like 70% are in. And uh, Pete is leading. Mayor Pete. Were you surprised?
3: I had to laugh, though. Bloomberg at, like, 1%. Uh, well, spent, Tulsi Gabbard,
2: 1%. Bloomberg spent over uh, $250 million already. Just to get 1%? Just to get 1%. <laughs> you can get 1% just walking down the street. But, he, you know, his
4: whole thing is that he didn't campaign in Iowa. I think people knew he was running. <laughs> you
2: know, um so what, you know, just because it's you know what it's like? It's like the guy with the big money comes into a little town and, and uh starts throwing it around. Uh he's gonna have to come up as an effective campaigner. I mean he was mayor in New York, so maybe he can campaign, but it'll be interesting to see what is what what uh, grounds he's gonna campaign on.
4: I uh but I'm not surprised by Mayor Pete. You know, he's from Indiana. He's got that Midwest appeal. Uh I, I I'm surprised that people didn't see that didn't see that coming. And again, Bernie can still jump in the lead with 28% of the vote still out there. So we'll see what happens. My surprise is how far down, I know a lot of people said Biden was going to be fourth, but how far down in fourth Biden is, I mean, he's less than a percentage ahead of Amy Klobuchar right now.
2: Well, you know, what's funny is uh, when the newspaper did not release, uh, did not release the uh, information uh, on their poll. They did not release the poll information. The rumor was that it was because Biden was fourth. Okay? Now with 70% of the vote counted, he's still fourth. So does that tell you something? So the, the rumor probably was true. When we come back, we want to talk to you. State of the Union. Was it a bunt, a single, a double, a triple, or a home run? Or maybe you think it was a strikeout. Let us know. 803 616-9236, and start 930.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.